heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. And hello, I'm Father Michael Sparrow from the Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House in Barrington. And today I'd like to talk to you about the greatest healing prayer there is, the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that Jesus says, taught us. Later in the show, we'll be taking your phone calls with questions or any special prayer requests that you might have. That number to call again is 224-585-9734. Once again, that's 224-585-9734. Now, the Lord's Prayer is two places in Scripture. It's in Matthew's Gospel and it's in Luke's Gospel and the introduction in both of those is uh, is different. I want to call your attention that the disciples come up and they ask Jesus this question. They say, teach us to pray because John the Baptist taught his disciples to pray. And Jesus said, this is how you pray and he taught us that prayer. My understanding at the Bellarmine Retreat House, at many, uh, for many years, I've been uh, leading retreats and teaching those retreats. Uh, I've given a whole weekend to the Lord's Prayer. I've, I've done that for several years. Those recordings are actually available, um, and they're being broadcast on Saturday night and on Sunday morning, a series of seven half-hour talks. Uh, right here on WSFI Radio, or you could go to heartoheart.org, heartoheart.org, and click on blog for those recordings that go through phrase by phrase. Because Jesus is not just teaching us another prayer, he's really teaching us how to pray. There are many different ways to pray for healing, but let's just reflect on this greatest prayer that Jesus gave us. It begins by Jesus inviting us to call God Father. Actually, a better translation is probably Abba or Daddy. Jesus invites us to come with that childlike pose before God, a posture of confidence that God wants what's best for us. You know, if we come to God and we see God as a policeman, we see God as a judge, if we see God as angry at us, then we're going to be frustrated in our prayer and we're going to be filled with fear. But if we come as Jesus teaches us to come, trusting that God wants what's best for us, God wants our happiness infinitely more than we do. God wants to heal us in the way that we need that healing, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And so at the very beginning, Jesus says, come and call God Daddy, and come with that posture of a trusting little child. 
The first word is actually our, and I think that's instructed that everything in the Lord's Prayer is in a communal context. It's not just my God, it's our God. That unites us as brothers and sisters. In the second half of the of the uh, the show here after we take a break there are many people who have called into the radio station with particular prayer requests and I'm delighted to be able to lead a prayer for each of them and if if some of you ha- listening to this have additional prayer requests give us give us a call at 224-585-9734 because it's not just my God it's not just my daddy it's our daddy we're in this together we're praying for one another then Jesus teaches us our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name Hallowed is an archaic English word, but it means may your name be praised, may your name be held holy. The next phrase, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is the place where there's no conflict between God's will and our will. The saints are those who are perfectly conformed to God's will. Whatever God wants, that's what the saints want. And Jesus said, let's start praying that way right here on earth. Sometimes we're engaged in a, it, what feels like a fight with God. God, God, this is what I want, and will you, will you come around and, and give me what I want, and, and I'll give you this and this and this and this if you only give me what I want. Well, that's not the way that Jesus teaches us to pray. He teaches to, He says, Lord, may your name be held holy. May your name be exalted. May we praise you. May we glorify you. That's why at every, at most Sunday Masses, we echo the words of the angels of saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. Lord, we want to want what you want. Help us to surrender to your holy will. That's coming to God again from a great place of confidence, trust in God's mercy, trusting in God's grace. The more we trust, the more we relax, the deeper our prayer. And when we're in that deep communion with God, that's where the healing takes place. We don't have to fight God. We want to move into that place of trusting that God already knows our needs and wants to heal us in the way that is going to be best for our eternal salvation. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Jesus says, ask for what you need. Daily bread is everything that we need, physically, emotionally, financially. If it's a genuine need and we're worried about it, put it out there and ask God. Now you may say, Father Michael, why do I have to name it? God already knows. And that's absolutely right. We're not telling God anything that God doesn't already know. It's about the vulnerability that comes in acknowledging our need. That's why we have to put those prayers before the Lord. We name it out loud, this is what I want. Now we've already established the relationship that we're in it together and we're coming as little children and we're praying for God's holy will. 
and then we pray our petitions. We put it out there for physical healing, for emotional healing. We're praying for our marriages. We're praying for our families. We're praying for our children. We're praying for jobs. We're praying for stabilization in our finances. If it's something that you're worried about and something you want and need, be courageous and put it out there. But put it out there, not clutching onto it, holding onto it for dear life. Pray for it with open hands, putting that petition before the Lord. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Now that phrase, daily bread, that's a biblical phrase. It echoes back to the Israelites wandering in the desert, and God would give them the manna, and they would give, they, there would just be enough manna for that day, and then the next day they would have to go out. So every day they would have to gather. It was an act of trust that God would give them what they wanted as they wandered in the desert. Sometimes we feel like we're wandering in the desert. And we come to the Lord and we say, Lord, just give me a year's supply of whatever it is that I need, and then I won't bother you, you know? I'll come back next year and pray. The Lord said, no, it doesn't work that way. I want you coming back day after day after day. St. Bernadette was the one who first put me on to the realization that Jesus has the word today twice. Give us this day our daily bread. How present tense is that? Give us today what we need today, and tomorrow we're gonna come and we're gonna pray for what we need tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after. Pope Francis reminds us God never gets tired of answering our prayers. God doesn't get tired. We're the ones that get tired of asking. We're the ones that get, get tired. Okay, so we want to continue to pray. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. Forgive us our sins. Acknowledge that we're broken, sinful people. Don't be ashamed of your sins. Bring those in confident confidence, especially in this year of mercy that God wants to forgive us. He'll forgive whatever we acknowledge in sincerity. Forgive us, and now here's the key word, as, as, as we forgive those who trespass against us. We can't come to God, Jesus says, and ask for healing for ourselves if we're not willing to extend that forgiveness to one another today's gospel. If you're coming to the, to, in, into church and you're bringing your, your offering and you remember that you have something against your brother or sister, you need to forgive them first. How important is forgiving others so that we can trust in God's forgiveness? I've talked before on this show of the healing power of forgiveness. When we open our hearts to forgiveness, forgiving ourselves, forgiving other people, forgiving God, it opens the floodgates of God's mercy. Forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. That's perhaps the most perplexing of all the phrases in the Lord's Prayer. Why would the Lord ever lead us into temptation? Well, that phrase has to do with humbly acknowledging that we can't stand against the forces of evil, and we 
have to have to beg God to free us from our own pride and from our own arrogance. The, the, the deadliest of the deadliest sins is pride. So when we pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those and lead us not into temptation, we acknowledge our weakness that we may claim God's strength. But deliver us from evil. Evil is real. We're praying not just for physical healing, we're praying for spiritual healing and for protection. Satan knows our weaknesses and he attacks like a good general at those areas that are weakest within our own life. We're gonna take a little break now and then we're gonna be back. If you have any special prayer requests or a question, Give us a call at 224-585-9734 and we'll be praying for those intentions right after a short break. Father Michael Sparrow here at WSFI Catholic Radio. Listen at 7 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Looking at term life insurance? Consider life insurance from Catholic Financial Life and see how we put Catholic values in action. To learn more, call Matt Tomlinson at 847-548-MATT. 847-548-6288. WSFI is on social media. Follow us on Twitter at WSFIFM. And like us on Facebook by searching for WSFI Catholic Radio. Oh, that's what she Oh. My name is Father John Grigas. I'm the rector of the Shrine of St. Max and Colby at Marytown. I'm a priest, and as priests, we are responsible for forming you in the presence of Christ through the sacraments, through the preaching, through everything else. But you are the Christ who goes out into the world and brings the good news. And WSFI is one of the main means. And so God bless all that WSFI does. And please support WSFI in whatever means that you can so that this wonderful station may continue to broadcast the good news and evangelize our culture. WSFI 88. Point five FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. I'm Father Michael Sparrow, and this is Healing the Whole Person. I'm at the Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House in beautiful Barrington, and I'd invite you to come visit us sometime. We're talking about the Lord's Prayer, and today we've had many people either text us or email or call with different prayer requests. And so I'd like to begin the second half of just naming some of these people who have asked for our prayers. We've also received uh, several emails from prayers answered. Um, so let's g 
gather together. Again, the Lord teaches us to pray our Father. So we're in this together. We're praying for all those who have named these special intentions. We want to remember Michael Ann and her prayer for healing. For Brian and Carrie and for John and Lori as they pray for their marriage. For Autumn, who's praying for physical healing. For Angie's son, Steve, who's struggling with colon and liver cancer. For Bob, who's struggling with lung cancer. For Julie, for healing for her lungs. For Levi, who has a special prayer request. For Jake and Brandon, two little boys, only two years old, who are suffering from seizures and sleep deprivation. For Kathleen's mom, Elizabeth, who's in the hospital suffering right now. For Anita Amy, who's struggling with gallstones and a possible brain tumor. For Justina, who's in the hospital right now. Lord Jesus, we lift up all of these intentions to you. For those who are suffering physically, for those who are struggling with addictions, for especially an addiction to alcohol, for those who are plagued by cancer, with seizures, for those whose hearts are not at peace, for those who are troubled as they pray for their loved ones. Jesus, we have been reflecting in this half-hour program on the healing power of the prayer that you taught us. And so we lift up that prayer and we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. 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 If any of you listening have additional prayer requests or a question, feel free to give us a call at 224-585-9734. We do have uh, Nina on the line who has called in, and I understand she has a question. Nina, are you there? Yes, yes I am. And what's your um, question? I agree that the, Our Father is a beautiful prayer of hope and healing, and just the hour of the Our Father joins us all together in that wonderful um, plea to the Lord and honoring of the Lord. And sometimes but that's sometimes what that's. The, um, what are the benefits in the church uh, tradition of the repetitions of the Our Father in such prayers as the uh, maybe you go to confession and they'll say say three Our Fathers, three Hail Marys. What are the benefits of the repetition of the Our Father or in the Rosary? Great, great question. Great question, Nina. Um, in the introduction to the Lord's Prayer, Jesus warns us not to pray like the pagans do. He says they think that by a sheer multiplication of words, they'll win a, a healing from their uh, Heavenly Father. So 
we don't want to turn the Lord's Prayer into a pagan prayer by thinking a hundred Our Fathers is better than one Our Father. What Jesus looks at is the sincerity of our heart. And so when we pray, we want to be careful that we don't mumble off the prayers mindlessly. And I think that's part of what your, your, uh, your question points to. The value of repetition is to help us open our hearts and to f slow down what the Buddhists like to call the monkey mind, which is, I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking of that, I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking of that. The repetition of a familiar prayer actually frees our minds so that we can concentrate and we can open our hearts. Because ultimately, it's not the words, it's not the words, it's our deep communion of heart speaking to heart. Bishop Fulton Sheen used to call that cor ad cor loquitur, heart speaks to heart. And that's, the repetition is designed to take us into that deeper place of communion. I was listening to a TED talk actually earlier this morning that uh, was talking about the Abraham Maslow's uh, hierarchy of human needs. And that highest need that is that search for meaning in our lives. And the call there is to become a self-actualizing person. And Maslow talked about that oftentimes in repetition of doing something that's familiar, it actually helps our minds and our spirits to relax so we can go into an ecstatic state. This is Abraham Maslow, a psychologist, not a Catholic priest, saying, he's saying repetition of a familiar activity, familiar words, familiar, familiar uh, actions can actually free our minds to go into a deeper state of communion. I think that's the wisdom, of the deep wisdom of the rosary, the deep wisdom of repeating prayers. Thank you so much. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. And here we are at WSFI at 224-585-9734. And I want to remind you just to tune in on Saturday nights and then again on Sunday morning uh, where there will be a 30-minute program for the next seven weeks here on WSFI where I'm going to be going into the Lord's Prayer in much greater detail than we have right now. Today's program is just 30 minutes. We're going to spend seven 30-minute programs Saturday night and then repeat it again on Sunday morning, going through the Lord's Prayer phrase by phrase. If you miss that, you could go to heartoheart.org, heartoheart.org. Uh, and click on blog, and those programs will be available whenever you are available as well. Here in our uh, uh, studio audience with me is uh, my colleague and friend, Joan McHugh. Hello, Father. <laughs> Hello, Joan. And uh, as you've been listening to these reflections, I know you're no, you're no stranger to deep prayer. Uh, is there any reflection or a question that you have that uh, we might deepen our reflection on the Lord's Prayer here today? Um, you know, I just I, I just got stuck at the word our. 
That's, um, it's interesting because Nina, who was our uh, radio listener, just commented on that as, as well, that especially when there is a need for healing in our life, yeah. it, uh, deep suffering often can turn us in on ourselves. Yes. And so say more about getting stuck on the word our. <laughs> that's, oh, that's a holy getting stuck. Well, um, you know, sometimes if I am in deep turmoil, which has happened a lot to me recently because of some family issues with my grown children, um, there's a lot of pain, and I can barely get out the words of our Father. And it, it's like that's the prayer itself, our Father. And then I just kind of imagine myself being folded into his, his arms and you know what, even the words don't matter so much, it's just the idea that he's holding me, this father. Joan, you make an excellent point and you're reminding me of something that St. Ignatius Loyola uh, taught in the spiritual exercises. He said that when we're praying, don't be like a tourist visiting an art museum of thinking that, all right, I got to take in every possible painting as I go through the museum. He said, find one or two paintings and spend time with those. So what a powerful way it could be to pray the Lord's Prayer if we just pray it phrase by phrase. And St. Ignatius actually gives this specific advice. Pray Pray a phrase and then take a breath. Pray another phrase take another breath or go even more slowly as you just suggested just say the word our or the word father Father. or daddy and just stay with that and think about what that is and saint ignatius says you may not you you could pray half an hour and you may not even get through a single our father and i guarantee you that puts a big smile on our daddy in heaven's face you know i once uh, Father Pharisee at a retreat taught us to pray at the foot of the cross and, you know, just to give the Lordship of Jesus prayer, just kneel at the foot of the cross and give Jesus everything, like every trouble, every person, every care, every heartache, everything. And so recently when I had this turmoil, I just, I did imagine myself, but I really turned to my father. I turned to my Father in heaven, and I couldn't get past our Father. It's like I I gave him everything. That's all I could do because everything was too painful to think about, talk about. So I just um, surrendered it to him, and it, it, it helped me. And you're using the phrase, I couldn't get past, and I would, I would say that was the Holy Spirit slowing you down, because a big temptation for us is to fall into that trap that Jesus warned us about, that I just spoke of, is more words are better. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, hail me, hail Mary, full of grace, hail me, hail, hail, hail Mary, glory, 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 That gobbledygook prayer is a prayer of fear, yeah. much better is to pray the way that you just prayed. Imagine ourselves at the foot of the cross. Imagine ourselves bathed in light of the Father's love. And simply praying those phrases from the Lord's Prayer that especially speak to us at this point in the journey. And for you, during the the past few weeks, it's been our Father. For someone else, it may be, forgive me, forgive us. 
as we forgive those mm. or hallowed be thy name hallowed be thy name just to stay with those parts of the prayer that really resonate deep within our own thank hearts thank you father that was beautiful we're out of time for today again we lift up healing prayers for those who have especially asked for our prayer for michael ann for julie for brian and carrie for john and laurie for autumn for Angie's son, Steve, for Bob, for Levi, for Jake and Brandon, for Kathleen's mom, Elizabeth, for Anita Ann, for Justina. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. You have been listening to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. 